O'Reilly Media's AI conference is taking place in New York City between April 15th and 18th. Now, we all know that AI is the hottest topic out there right now, and this conference is dedicated to giving you an insider's look into the latest developments in AI. Things like proven best practices and new use cases, deployment architectures and pipelines, and how to deploy AI models at scale. Big Data Beard is a partner of O'Reilly, and we can save you 15% off your conference pass just by using promo code PCBeard. And now, our podcast. You are now listening to The Big Data Beard. Hey everybody, this is Corey Minton from the Big Data Beard team, and we are in Las Vegas at Splunk's, uh, what is it called, Sales Kickoff Global Partner Summit, and uh, we are excited to uh, have a couple of dudes from Splunk on today. Uh, one, Mr. Bill Emmett is a, a Big Data Beard alum. Welcome back, Bill. Glad to be back. Thanks for having us. And Dylan's a first-timer, so Dylan, welcome, and I appreciate you growing a little bit of the beard for us. It looks good. <laughs> Trying big, to get the big data scruff, right? There. <laughs> Thanks right. for having me. <laughs> well, do us a favor, gentlemen. Why don't you introduce yourself, uh, tell us a little bit about you and what you do for Splunk. Yeah, absolutely. My name is Bill Emmett. Uh, by title, I'm Director of Product Marketing for Splunk Victor Ops. I've been in the industry for about 25 years, uh, started in system administration, moved into software development, then moved into uh, the marketing side of things. I've been at Splunk for five years, but for the last eight months, I've been with the VictorOps business when Splunk acquired it in June of 2018. Nice. And Dylan, how about you? Yep. I'm Dylan Klausing. I'm a sales engineer at VictorOps. I started there three and a half years ago in the support team and success team and now sales engineering. Um, I have a background in financial software and that was in Chicago and made my way to Denver and found Victor Ops. That's a good move. Yes. I like Chicago. Move. I lived there for a long time, but it's it's good to get to the mountains. I'll take that at Denver. <laughs> <laughs> well, very cool. So tell me back in June of 2018, you guys Splunk decided to acquire Victor Ops. Tell me a little bit about why the acquisition was made and what were you trying to what kind of solution were you trying to bring to market by doing so? Yeah. Victor Ops is a very a powerful extension to what Splunk is already doing. Splunk is uh, an incredibly powerful platform for uh, being able to uh, ingest data from everywhere, be able to build uh, the dashboards, the alerts, allow you to search on that data. And when you compare that up with technologies like ITSI, you can add business context, be able to reduce events and apply machine learning. But with VictorOps, what we're able to do is take the next step, which is while Splunk has historically been great at surfacing the alerts, VictorOps is really powerful at being able to get that alert uh, to somebody who is going to positively acknowledge it, say that they're on it, and be able to drive it to the solution. So think of it as, as really driving down a key component of mean time to repair, which we think of as mean time to acknowledge. Awesome. So it so it goes further than Splunk because Splunk has generally been very good, as you said, at at surfacing things. But when you say goes further, like what what does it mean to go further into actually? Is it just like it sends an email to the person, or is it something more practical and technically driven? Uh, it's more technically driven. So VictorOps allows you to automate your escalation policies, your notifications, and you can receive those in a number of different ways: text message, mobile app, phone call, email. Um, so we're automating that piece uh, of businesses and. You know, you'd be surprised on how many people are doing spreadsheets, yeah, looking at their watch, calling the next person. So, okay. so we're trying to, um, you know, 
have that platform of engagement for immediate response and collaboration to resolve an issue that comes from Splunk or any other monitoring tool. So tell me a little bit about this, the the, the world without VictorOps and Splunk. So you, you said it's spreadsheets and calls. Like, What are the typical kinds of problems that people are facing that they're trying to address by using Splunk and VictorOps together? Give me a little background on like some examples. Um, yeah, it could be anything from CPU overload, um, network um, problems, um, anything with your infrastructure or any application or service you're monitoring. Mm-hmm. And then you need that real-time um, uh, incident response and people on the problem. Okay. So, you know, once we get that alert, we need to get people engaged in remediating the problem as quick as possible. And VicDrops allows you to do that. Right. Yeah, we... Uh, we've seen uh, organizations where the lag time between a uh, alert that came from their monitoring tool versus when people actively acknowledge it and started work on it mm-hmm. is really lengthy. Okay. And uh, what we're looking at doing is solving uh, that problem. Uh, there's a uh, there's a large uh, financial services company that is able to bring that down from four hours, which was often the amount of time that a event was uh, left in queue uh, all the way down to two minutes. Just imagine how much uh, faster uh, you're bringing services back online when you're able to have know that there's somebody immediately working on that problem. Yeah, it, it's hard to remediate something when you have 20,000 emails to dig through to yeah. find the problem. Emails so. are burning trash fire, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And, and even if you know where the problem is, the next thing that you need to do is find somebody who's actually going to work on the problem. Right. So you take you talk about bringing a company and a platform like VictorOps into Splunk. What does that what does that look like to actually start to integrate and weave VictorOps into Splunk? Was there already kind of native like API calls or something that was going on, or what was that integration like over the last few months? Yeah, so we're we're an app in the Splunk based store. Um, so you're adding VictorOps as an alert action to your searches. So once those KPIs or that data detect something and you need a human involved it's going to send over to VictorOps and page the correct team to start that remediation process. Very cool. Now, is it? Oh, go ahead. And one other thing that we did is at Conf last year, we introduced a couple integrations uh, with some of our key IT operations products and VictorOps. So, for example, uh, with Splunk App for Infrastructure, Mm -hmm. uh, as well as with IT Service Intelligence, what we've done is made it easy for people to connect VictorOps to uh, those technologies by even putting the configuration for that, uh, the configuration interface directly into the product so that it's not about a lot of configuration files that you have to customize and things like that. It, the time to value, uh, we, we took a lot out of uh, that uh, time required in order to start using the integration. Excellent. So this feels like it's uh, you know kind of a departure from maybe traditional kind of ITIL accident response kind of things. Help me understand what like when you think of a modern uh, incident and event reporting, because I think of Splunk as like, it's like that next generation. Mm-hmm. It feels like you bought VictorOps because it goes a first step further. How is it different than the traditional tools that you would, you know, you'd use in an ITIL environment? Yeah, to me, ITIL is more of logging the actions you took mm-hmm. after the fact where we're real time. Um, yeah. Your real time collaboration, you're, you're chatting with other team members. Um, you know, it's that real time remediation. It, it's not asking for change requests, logging work notes. Um, you know, there's just a lot of hoops to jump through with an ITIL process. We're more of, let's fix it now, and then let's look back and see how do we get better for the next time it comes in. So it's more of real-time, continuous learning, and then improving rather than uh, that, that process of logging tickets and 
actions and asking for requests. One analogy that we found is pretty popular with people is we liken it to the difference between a hospital uh, and an ambulance. Uh, a good medical system needs both of them, but they, they're good for different things. The hospital is great for providing a very comprehensive way of addressing problems. You can schedule mm -hmm. uh, procedures. Uh, you have an emergency uh, room uh, and you can do all kinds of reporting and make sure everything's done mm -hmm. there in a nice uh, tucked in way. Ambulances are needed because uh, when things happen, you need uh, an immediate solution. You need to basically stabilize the patient, mm -hmm. at which time you can bring that person to the hospital uh, where they can have a, a complete recovery. And we think of this as the same way. Uh, VicDrops is essentially the ambulance. It is biased for speed and immediacy in getting people uh, working on problems. Uh, ITIL-driven uh, incident management, the service desks uh, technology that support it is a little bit more like the hospital. Okay. Cool. And I love that now. That's actually very informative. Can you talk a little bit about, just give an example of how that works within a customer's organization? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's another financial uh, services company. Uh, we just uh, published a, a case study on it uh, on Splunk.com and Trust Data Card. Uh, they use uh, VictorOps to actually use a little bit of flexibility in the way that they um, treat the Im immediacy to events. So, for example, if there is a problem with a critical service, uh, VictorOps will uh, page uh, the team or teams that are uh, relevant to solving that problem. Now, if it's a non-critical service outside of normal business hours, uh, VictorOps will email that person in order to do that. Um, and for many of our customers, uh, they'll even take it a step further, which is that VictorOps has a mobile app. So people that can be on call from pretty much wherever they may be. And uh, again, in the uh, name of immediacy, uh, be able to get uh, uh, people working on those problems right away. So does VictorOps have built in, does it have like the profiles of the kinds of people or the kind of responses baked in, or is that something that's manually configured by every customer? Give me an example, or give me a little background there. Yeah, that's it's configured once they uh, get a platform like VictorOps. So we, we're going to configure the teams, the schedules, who's first on call, who's a backup, right. um, that two share step, whatever it may be. Each user is going to set up how they're notified. Um, and then we give a nice dashboard view. Mm -hmm. um, so they have that visibility. Um, it's kind of with the DevOps mindset of no silos. Yeah. Um, let's all work together to to remediate the issue. Can it send me messages via Slack? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> See, now we, we know have, it's a yeah, developer tool. We have, uh, we have right. a bi-directional integration <laughs> with Slack. That's really cool. okay. Yeah, and, and I was just going to add on to that. You know, in a world of continuous deployment, continuous integrations, um, you need that rapid response and fix, yeah. right? So the more you deploy, the more things break, the more you need to be on it, and you can't do that through through traditional ITIL practices. Yeah, for sure. So what other tools are you, like, what are the other popular integrations you see between, not just, not just VictorOps and Splunk, but like with VictorOps and the ecosystem? Besides, we've talked about Slack, but what yeah. are some other cool integrations? Um, we, we have over 100 plus integrations. So you name the monitoring tool, we probably have an integration with it. Oh, that's handy. Uh, you know, every company has six to seven tools usually in their ecosystem. So we want to make sure we have the integrations to to get that information to VictorOps and properly page out. Right. Is that where I heard, I think it was at Conf this past year, I heard the term swivel hips. Is that a, is that, is that a thing? Yep. <laughs> okay. Tell me what yes. swivel hips are. Cause I, okay, so it's swivel, not a dance. Swivel hips <laughs> is basically what happens when you have multiple monitoring tools that are telling you different things. Right. Maybe you're using a 
uh, APM tool uh, for metrics and you're using something like Splunk for uh, logs. And the problem has historically been I'm having to visit each of these tools and I'm, and I'm having to constantly reorient myself. Uh, one of the neat things is we've uh, at Splunk, we've taken metrics and logs and we pulled it together. Mm -hmm. But with where we're going with VictorOps, now what we're doing is we're bringing together the monitor, the technology and the data that's associated with monitoring more tightly uh, with incident response. And uh, we're really helping people with those uh, swivel hips there. Yeah. Not, but not with the core workout, right? You can't <laughs> no, get those no, side to side. No, but, you, all right. You'll have to go to Orange Theory or something. <laughs> See, I told you. I, I just joined Orange Theory. It's insanity. He's been trying to get me to go for weeks. So, what's next in in the platform? What are you What are you guys working on in the next year to really, as you set visions or aspirational things that you're trying to to do with Victor Ops and Splunk together? Give us a vision of where where you're going with this. I'll I'll, uh, I'll provide a few kind of top level comments. Uh, uh, you know, don't want to disclose uh, too much of the high Clearly. level roadmap, but yeah. there are some clear uh, themes that our customers are are looking to solve. Which is that you know one of the things is that uh, enterprise organizations are really more teams of teams, mm -hmm. and how we can uh, basically enable those teams to communicate as effectively as possible to uh, be able to address problems is uh, one thing that. That, that we see, especially in larger enterprises where you have a knock, you have developers, you have people in between uh, that own various parts of the infrastructure. Uh, that That's uh, basically uh, one thing that we're doing. Another thing that we see is, uh, hey, how can we leverage uh, technology to further supplement the way in which uh, people are uh, using on call. How can we apply things like uh, machine learning mm -hmm. to address some of these problems? These are the kinds of things that uh, uh, we're uh, we're constantly uh, working on and looking for really new, innovative ways of making the on call experience uh, great for the people that are on call and efficient for the organizations uh, that are having to keep critical services up and running. Nice. Yeah, our, our tagline at Victor Ops is "Let's make on call suck less." Uh, so that's that's kind of what we use to, to building our. Plan. I like that. So I'm glad you said that because I had a question, but as I was reading, I'm like maybe that's not what I should ask. No. Yeah, that's that's great. Make yeah. being on call suck less. Yeah, like so that. I think you're going to just see a modern um, uh, incident uh, response platform of engagement. Again, it's just getting people together um, to solve issues faster. I mean, that's a hat right there. Make. On call, suck less. Yeah, uh, we got stickers. That's why we need <laughs> to get yeah. a sticker. Yeah, We're coming down for stickers. <laughs> so Splunk does a thing, boss of the knock, boss of the sock. These two mm -hmm. different events. Can you tell us what that really is, and how does Victor Ops play into that? Yeah, so Victor Ops plays into it in terms of Splunk's telling you there's something wrong in the data, and you need to be alerted. So we're alerting the people to say hey, there's a scenario in Splunk that you need to go and search the logs for. So that's the Victor Ops. It's the alerting arm uh, to let people know something's up, something's up in your data. So, and then Boss of the Knock, that's a, an event or kind of what is that that within Splunk? Yeah, so that's an event we did at .conf where we, we alerted people of um, problems that were happening, score changes they had. It's it's kind of a gamified way of using Splunk and, and finding... Um, so, so teams are... compete in this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So teams compete. They use the tools that Splunk gives them, including mm -hmm. Victor Ops. They have a problem and then they have to solve it? Correct. Yeah. You get clues and then you have to go search and come up with the, the logs. How long do they have? 
Uh, was it six hours? Six hours. Six I think it was like six, however long it takes. Yeah. yeah. It was a jam session. <laughs> so one, one team leaves after an hour and then we'll be there for That's three right. or four. We'll be yeah, done. and then they start to consolidate down and down. But yeah, it's it's it was pretty intense at Conf. Do you only do it at Conf or is this, uh, are you going to have no. other events throughout the country? So they have other events throughout the country. Um, Victor Ops doesn't partake in those smaller ones. Those are more... 30 to 50 people, I believe, were comp It's like part of this, like Splunk Live series, right? And the, the, the event series y'all do? Yeah. Very the, cool. Yeah, you'll find Boss of the Knock, Boss of the Socket uh, at the Splunk Live series. Very cool. Yep. And we're doing a mini one here this week uh, on Thursday with uh, sales engineers at Splunk using using uh, Splunk, ITSI, and VictorOps. Nice. So it's a great funny. opportunity for them to uh, get hands-on yeah. with VictorOps yeah. and un- really appreciate the difference between uh, an alert being generated in something like Splunk versus having that alert come to you mm-hmm. in VictorOps. So it's funny you mentioned that because one of the things that we've watched that I think is really cool is Splunk does a really good job of making it easy for people to deal with data, but you've also done a good job of making it easy for people to leverage things like modern machine learning through the machine learning toolkit. Are Is there any machine learning kind of built into VictorOps today, or is that where the future is going? Like, I know there's ML built in like ITSI and others. Is it built into VictorOps today, or is that more future looking? Uh, not today. Okay. That, that's more future looking. Sweet. I do like the ML toolkit. It's just out of the box, an easy way. So when you think about just the general, you know, machine generated data business that Splunk loves to talk about, what are some of the just beyond just VictorOps, but like what are some of the big trends that you're seeing or the things that you're hearing from customers that they're trying to solve? Uh, Increasingly, it's uh, it it continues to be uh, an acceleration of trends that we've seen for a while. It is the acceleration of the data that that they are bringing in, not just in terms of volume, but also by the range of data that uh, people are are really having to handle and be able to make sense of it and uh, be able to drive not just insight, but action out of it. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, one of the key trends uh, that we just continue to see uh, a a real acceleration from that's a lot of what informs our, uh, our, uh, data chaos, um, uh, messaging that, uh, you'll see, uh, on our website and other places. Sweet. So when I, when I think about, you know, when going into, you know, data centers around the world, they always talk about just, there's this massive growth of new workloads, uh, around things like, and not in your platform, but just that people are running things like artificial intelligence, machine learning, deep learning, these high-performance computing environments. Are you starting to see people actually use Splunk and VictorOps type tools to monitor those environments, or is it still siloed and not being used in those emerging areas? Uh, one of the things that we see is uh, definitely uh, a lot more workloads that are driven by uh, you know very significant processing workload things uh, such as AI and ML, uh, people are also putting that running those, uh, workloads increasingly, uh, in public cloud environments as well. And, uh, that's something that I would say, uh, a very notable portion of Splunk customers and, and VictorOps customers, uh, that's where they're running, uh, their workloads and storing their data today. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Now, where's the best place for people to learn more about, uh, VictorOps? Uh, what we recommend our, uh, our prospects and our customers do is to go to try.victorops.com. Uh, we are more than happy to do a, uh, jump on a web conference, do a half hour, uh, demonstration with, uh, with prospects. We also invite, 
uh, people to uh, do a 14-day trial. Uh, why only 14 days? It, it is because we are very confident in the uh, time to value that we have for VicDrops. Yeah, that's one thing I've always thought was cool about Splunk is they give you a chance to try both the, the enterprise platform, but pretty much any of the tools you can try before you buy. That's awesome. Well, thank you very much, guys, for being on. We're, we're glad to have uh, get an update on this acquisition of what sounds like a really cool company, and hopefully we'll get some really cool stickers out of it before we're done. Yes. Yeah? Yeah, we, we <laughs> are a couple stickers. I, I, I forgot bringing them uh, from uh, Boulder, which is where uh, VicDrops is located, to uh, Las Vegas. But fortunately, our head of product management is also uh, going to be here, and he remembered the stickers. So Very good. T-shirts as he, well. Yeah. Now we're talking. Yeah, he yes. came to the rescue. Yeah, we'll send you some T-shirts. We make on-call suck less. That's we, we I have the good T-shirts. Uh, we have one of those, and the, uh, the letters are in about... 200 point fine. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Perfect. Well, very cool. Well, guys, I appreciate the update. I want to switch gears here and I want the, right. the, the listeners to get a chance to learn a little bit more about you personally. So this is a section that we call rapid fire. We've learned a lot from our guests about big data, but now it's time to get a bit personal in a segment we like to call rapid fire. Pew, pew. All right. So Bill, what is the latest book that you read that you would recommend to our listeners? Uh, Team of Teams, General McChrystal. Oh, yes, that that is a good book. I do like that. I'm a big fan of General McChrystal. And Dylan? Uh, Emotional Intelligence 2.0. Yeah, it's a pretty good one for for up-and-coming managers. Nice. I like it. All right, so Dylan, if you had a song to play when you walked on the stage for some type of presentation or some presentation, what would it be? Uh, I the Tiger. Oh, yeah. yeah. Classic. I yeah. like that one. Out of the park. That, yeah. Fastball, he just nailed it. And Bill? Uh, I think I would go with uh, Enter Sandman. I mean, I want the whole crowd to be pumped that it, like I'm on stage. I like that. It's awesome. Well, you just passed the hardest one, so it's yeah, all downhill. Yeah. That's from actually the one that stumps like half of the people we've asked that question really? to this season. They've been like, hmm. Yeah, including me. If you're right now, I'd be like, well, those two. <laughs> he's actually fearful that he's going to ask. Yeah, someone's going to be like, like well, let me hear your yours song. first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so what is the piece of technology that's currently making your life worse, Bill? Piece of technology uh, currently making my life worse. Um, I think at the moment, it's uh, my TV. And the reason why is that my two-year-old uh, watches Peppa Pig on repeat. Oh, <laughs> Peppa is tough to deal with, bro. Yes. I know. I've got, a, I've got a four-year-old, so we just got out of the Peppa stage. Thank goodness it's, it goes eventually. But other things will replace it that will equally great on your nerves <laughs> at some point. <laughs> what about you, Dylan? Uh, Microsoft Outlook. So we recently switched when we got acquired from the Gmail suite to Outlook, and it's been... It's been uh, just a little bit of an uphill battle there. Yes, let's say that, let's say the least. All right, so Dylan, what's your biggest personal money pit right now? Biggest personal money pit? Ooh. Um, I have a long distance girlfriend, so a lot of traveling. Yeah. <laughs> All those flights. All those there. flights. So, yep. and, and Bill? Uh, probably, uh, biggest money pit, uh, probably involves getting out and about while having two small kids that, uh, <laughs> babysitter money. That, yeah. I was going to say Peppa Pig money. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Babysitter money. Nice. All right. And so Bill, what show are you binging on right now? 
Oh, wondering uh, if that was going to come up. Uh, binging on Ozark started season two. Ooh, good okay. stuff. I've not good. watched it. Is it really it's good? good? It is intense. Oh, intense. Yeah. That's like intensely good or like intense, In- like yeah. creepy. <laughs> no, good. intensely good. Oh, man. Yeah. Now I got another one to watch. And add it to the list. <laughs> and Dylan? Yeah. Uh, I s- just finished a series called Counterpart. Okay. It's yeah, really good. It. It's like. Um, two different worlds but they're the same it's it's is that the dude from uh the uh farmer's insurance commercial yes okay i, yes. I know what you're talking about yes now. It's, it's he plays both sides like it's like split worlds or something yes that's very cool yeah it's a great show well i know i've been going back and watching game of thrones all over again in preparation uh, for april yes. so uh i need to add that to the list afterwards yes. if you guys this is one you can watch with your your significant other the marvelous mrs Maisel on amazon prime have y'all watched that that no. is on the to see list oh it is so good my wife really? and I, like we are anxiously awaiting the next season to come out it's right. so good it's counting down those days oh man <laughs> all right yeah. and like, good, good funny good dramatic funny, funny good it's creepy drama. no it's not it's a it's a like com- comedic drama but it uh, it's set in the in the 1950s and it's just like if 1950s new york and it's just it's um it's awesome it's a, it's if um did y'all ever see the show the gilmore girls that that show it's like really text he- or uh speech like a lot of talking in a shorter period of time. And so there's all these like little jokes just woven in. So you really have to be paying attention. Okay. It's good. All right. And lastly, Bill, where's the next interesting place that you're going to? Next interesting place uh, that I am going to. I wouldn't say it's interesting, but the next interesting or the next place that I'm going to is uh, back to the Bay area. So, it's getting more interesting yeah. today, I'll be honest. Yeah. It's getting weird. <laughs> and expensive. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> and Dylan, how about you? Um, I'm going to Peru at the end Ooh. of May and June. That's so, interesting. What what are you doing in Peru? Uh my my girlfriend's family lives there, so Okay. Uh her sister's getting married and we're gonna do a little Machu Picchu trip, I believe, as well. Awesome. You win so, you win the uh, season uh, four uh, episode. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah I, you definitely won that question. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, very cool. Well, gentlemen, it's been really fun to have you on to talk to us about Splunk and Victor Ops, and thank you again for letting us come hang out in Vegas with you at your SKO. Thanks for the opportunity to get it, uh, let us tell our story. Cheers, yeah, guys. Thank you, guys. Perfect. All right. Thanks for listening to the Big Data Beard Podcast. The music from this episode is by Andrew Bell. Check him out on iTunes or Spotify. It would also be pretty cool if you reviewed us in your favorite podcast app really does help. Thanks for listening.